Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Four oh four, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. It is a uh, Thursday afternoon, and and we got a lot of stuff that uh, we are uh, covering as we head through uh, this afternoon. Yeah, there's so many different issues, and and this stuff about the illegal aliens. Uh, being in possession of firearms and their desire to uh, to open fire on innocent people at Dogwood Dell. Well, how many more details will we hear, do you think? And I, and I don't honestly know what the answer is. One of the questions that's raised, we hear about violent crimes all the time, right? We hear about public corruption all the time. Well, I wanted to take a second and talk a little bit about the whole public corruption issue because there's a new book out which I I found fascinating. I absolutely found fascinating. And it's, it's, it's really a scholarly work as far as I'm concerned, but it talks about the different types of corruption and what's going on. Uh, Jeff Cortese is joining us. He is a retired uh, FBI agent. He was uh, with the Capitol Police. I mean, he's a, he's just a rock-solid guy and a law enforcement analyst. Jeff, I appreciate you being here. Jeff, I, I appreciate you having me on. This is great. So uh, let, let's just dive right into this, because i got to tell you something. I grew up in Philadelphia, and I lived in Boston for many years. So public corruption, man, that was just like another item on the menu in both places. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, you. I think you run into a combination of uh, situations. Uh, some folks uh, grow so accustomed to corruption that they just accept it as a normal part of everyday life. Uh, and others grow up never really understanding what it is. Uh, and, and when those two things kind of uh, dovetail into each other, uh, you, you grow, uh, you, you identify some bigger problems. Basically, you know, the... The community, which is very frequently and uh, an essential element to the law enforcement process, you know, they are force multipliers. Mm-hmm. If they don't know what corruption is and or they are um, so disenfranchised by law enforcement's ability to address corruption, uh, then 
it only gets worse. Tell us a little bit about your activities, because this this was this was your thing, right? I mean, as I read it and as I look back on your career, man, you were you were laser beam focused on this. Boy, this became a passion of mine. So I, I started out, as you pointed out, with uh, the U.S. Capitol Police. At least my law enforcement career started with the Capitol Police, and I was on uh, uh, Denny Hastert's uh, security detail. So the former U.S. Speaker of the House, who who ran into his own problems uh, a few years after I had left the detail mm-hmm. um, with the FBI. Uh, when I got into the FBI, my experience on the Hill, my experience and exposure with uh, working with politicians. Uh, somehow led me into the the public corruption domain uh, and that program within the FBI. So I I worked cases in the field uh, in New Orleans, uh, post-Hurricane Katrina, uh, worked uh, Tucson, Arizona, uh, Southwest Border Violence and Corruption, uh, and then went up to to headquarters where I worked in the Public Corruption Unit and was eventually the acting chief of the Public Corruption Unit uh, before going back out to the field into San Francisco. So, you know, been all over the bureau domestically, uh, as well as internationally yeah. and, uh, heavily focused on the, the public corruption program. So how does it start? I, I, again, I, I, I think about, uh, like, like shooting fish in a barrel. I, are you always looking at, well, Boston where we had Massachusetts, we had what, three, uh, speakers of the house in a row that were uh, graduated to the felon ranks or in Philadelphia where, frankly, we always had corrupt people. Are, are, are you waiting for tips? I mean, how, how does this all play out? Yes, there are a number of different ways that investigations will be initiated. Uh, it could be anywhere, as I said, you know, a very critical partner in this process, in the anti-corruption process, uh, are members of the community. So uh, tips and complaints that come in from, from the local community. Uh, that's one way we can, we might, uh, get turned onto a case from another investigation. It could be a drug case that somehow reveals a, a judge that's working with, with corrupt drug traffickers or with drug traffickers and, and is, is helping them, you know, uh, stay out of, out of jail or, or receive a bond that they otherwise shouldn't have received. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to learn it from uh, get it from other agencies. So there are very few that actually work this program, public corruption. Uh, the DEA doesn't generally work public corruption or doesn't have uh, public corruption authority. Uh, so they, our relationship with them is very important. You know, they 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 will share investigations with us. We'll share them with them. So there are a number of different ways. The media sometimes um, might might write up an article. Uh, through, you know, from an investigative journalist that, that tips the FBI in a certain direction. Uh, so there are a number of different ways, but uh, education is an important part of that because if people don't know what actual, what public corruption actually is, then their ability to uh, share what they learn or know with the FBI is diminished significantly because they, they just, if they don't know it's wrong, they're not going to, they're not going to tell us. Well, you know, that's that's a great point, Jeff. Uh, we, we we hear about public corruption, and, and at least what I'm thinking is this. Okay, the mayor somewhere got a payoff. Hey, here's, here's $10,000. I want to build a shopping center on top of that uh, historic cemetery. You're going to look the other way, right? That's pretty obvious. Boy, there's a problem there. Uh, but that's not always the case, not always that glaring. No, it isn't. It isn't always that glaring. Um, it, it could be very subtle. It, uh, among those of us who work the program within the FBI, those who, who know anything about 
working public corruption investigations, they are the, some of the most sophisticated, some of the most complicated, um, and, and require some of the most patient agents uh, mm. to achieve success. It is a process, and it is uh, you're operating, uh, targeting individuals who are very sophisticated uh, in their process. And it's a little bit different than other crimes, right? The, the, the kingpin, the drug-dealing kingpin, kind of likes to, to, to flaunt the fact that he's a criminal. He's got a little swagger about him. Public corruption is one of those programs where people operate in this uh, dark world and they don't want you to know that they're criminals. So their their ability to remain uh, undetected is paramount to them. Um, and, and so they are very slick in the, the manner in which they do it. And it could it could take a, a long time to to show the elements that are necessary to prove uh, a crime. You know, I'm looking at uh, at the book, and I do want folks to get a public corruption in the United States analysis of a destructive phenomenon by uh, by Jeff Cortese. But, Jeff, you, you mentioned the uh, public corruption in the United States. Are we the worst, or is there worse corruption other places? You know, uh, we're, we're certainly not the worst. Okay. Um, one of the things, I, you know, I used to teach this to law enforcement uh, from other countries and in their countries. So I'd travel to Europe or, or Africa and Asia and, and teach public corruption investigative uh, techniques. And one of the questions I would ask is, you know, are, are, are you, uh, is your anti-corruption posture better because you don't have corruption cases or because you do? Mm. And the reality is uh, it, you're going to have corruption. There's no avoiding it. Uh, there are cultural uh, elements that impact the volume there are law enforcement uh, elements that impact the volume. Um, any place is capable of being the worst. It is the mm. proactive anti-corruption measures that prevent that particular area from becoming the worst. Gotcha. So we're, our, our human nature is consistent across the board, though. So take a look across the country, and they could be cases you worked or cases somebody else worked. Uh, if you had to pick a poster child for public corruption have you got you got one figure in mind huh. boy I, I that would be so unreasonable to the uh, to all the other great corrupt politicians that have existed uh i mean there have been so many there have been so many great ones what i can tell you is there are certainly areas and regions that yeah. that are more prone if you if you look at uh Places where they have maybe a, a lower education level, a higher poverty rate, um, these these types of places tend to have uh, higher levels of corruption. But I mean, you can't. Uh, how do you talk about the, the the William Jeffersons of the world and not talk about the Edwin Edwards of the world? I mean, there there are so many great corrupt politicians out there. Uh, it would be horrible to to identify just one. Jeff, I got to tell you something about Edwin Edwards. Now you're talking about him. I, I was. This is a thousand years ago. There was a uh, a police cr- uh, convention in Baton Rouge, and I was a delegate. It was a police union, and Edwin Edwards was our featured speaker. And the the corruption in Louisiana was so open. When he gave his speech, he said, "You know," and I, I don't do accents, but he said, "Boy, people tell me that I am selling offices here in Louisiana. Well, I have news for you. I'm only in office four years at a time. So at best." I'm just renting them to other people. <laughs> he he was notorious for his great quotes. He yeah. really was. He had one uh, right, I think it was the night before a gubernatorial election, 
and this was not said privately, it was said publicly to the media. He said, the only way I lose this election is if they find a live boy or a dead girl in my bed. Uh, that, I mean, it, 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 when you can get that flagrant and that, that in your face about your level of corruption, um, and he was very in your face about it, sure you know, that's was. usually an indicator. Sure is. So for folks who want to take a look at this, uh, I mean, I know law enforcement professionals are going to run into this uh, in training and advanced classes, but there are plenty of folks out here in the civilian world, I think, would have a great time reading your book. How do they do that, Jeff? Uh, They can either pick it up through Rutledge Publishing or Amazon, uh, either of those locations, among others, uh, online. Perfect. Well, Jeff, we'll get those up on our social media channels and uh, help get the word out. I appreciate you making some time for us. That is Jeff Cortese, a uh, great guy, career law enforcement guy, uh, started his career with the United States Capitol Police, uh, went on to serve with distinction with the uh, FBI, retired out of there, and now he is uh, he's an analyst. And it is a great book. And again, it's, it, it's a scholarly work. It's designed for... Uh, uh, advanced uh, detectives and investigators, but you'll get a kick out of it as well. Public corruption in the United States. It is 415, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 